0: Hey kids, you're listening to the internet's wettest podcast about video games, consoles, and pancakes. The yeah. SML Podcast. For the Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is the SML Podcast. We are back. It is 2024, and we are ready to do this shit again. Jacob's here. Aki's here. Bree's here. Grant's here. How's everybody doing? Boo!
1: (laughs) I'm I'm fantastic.
0: I heard woo with a B and
2: woo with a W at the same time, so I'll just say poo! I was saying boo earns. boo Earns. (laughs)
3: <laughs> i mean i haven't had to hear aki's voice for like a month and why you know you during during that time you know the sky just seems so much more blue i'm pretty sure there was some world peace <laughs> that happened during that time
0: i think the opposite of world yeah. peace has been happening actually yeah, yeah no, but when you don't
3: hear aki's voice you know it's like that's i don't know i was trying to go somewhere with it but i'm just gonna
1: drop it that's fair yeah.
0: So what did everyone do in the past month and a half?
1: Played video games.
0: That's it? Disney Dreamlight that's, Valley. Well, we everyone know you, that's
1: keeps all you telling me I'm, they think I'm autistic because I have very few hobbies, and I'm starting to believe them. So yes, that's all I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that. why they think you're autistic? One of many reasons, but that okay, is one of the primary we, ones, there yes. We go, there we go. <laughs>
4: I went on vacation. Where'd you go? go? I went to a place that was not my home and I relaxed. And then I came home and everything was stress all over again. (laughs) Yay. Yay!
3: That's that's usually how vacations work. Uh, Did you, stay in the US or did you go somewhere? Oh,
4: yeah, I, I just stayed with friends. Oh, okay.
3: Well, I don't know. I mean, you gave such vague details like, you know, <laughs> I went to a place,
1: I slept in a bed. She doesn't want you stalking her. Well, <laughs> yeah, know? no, duh. I but do I mean, have like, uh, oh, man, I am so sorry. Sorry uh, to hear that. Um, okay. Do you have a crowbar? Because that fixes that problem real quick.
4: I have a medieval mace.
1: That's that might fix it cool. even faster. Congratulations. How, how heavy is it?
4: Yes. Um, it's pretty freaking solid, That's and just. I've been trained how to use it. So, yeah, I don't keep like the baseball bat by the bed. I keep the, the big fat wooden mace by the bed, and I will, you know, hitch upside the head with it. Just, yeah.
2: I love that. It's like, nice. you, think, you know, people are like, you should carry around, you know, mace, and then you you have an actual mace.
4: Yes. yes.
2: <laughs> Great.
0: And Great. back, See, I've I just got keep mace. <laughs>
1: I keep knives in my bed, so.
0: In your bed?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Knives in your bed?
1: Uh Uh-huh. I have uh, one under the uh, top bed, uh, one under my pillows, one on the headrest, and one hidden under some other pillows that sit in the headrest.
3: Are they like folded knives, or like in a sheath or something like that? Because otherwise it uh, sounds one like... One of
1: them's in a sheath. Two, two of them are flick knives, and one is a proper pull-out knife.
3: Okay.
0: Because
3: uh, otherwise...
1: Are you a
0: hitman? Just- like, are you expecting assassins? Oh,
1: no, my- I'm, just, I'm just what you call paranoid. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, so you are expecting a f- assassins? <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> I also have a small Louisville Slugger uh, wooden baseball bat, also hidden under some of the pillows in in the headboards. So <laughs> uh, it's a piece of crap, though. I would if I hit somebody with it, I'm pretty sure it would explode into pieces. Especially at this point, I've had it for two decades now. I think. It's yeah, but you really you only had, need you- one good hit with it true that is true the knives are are kept good i i make sure they're sharp and oiled regularly so
2: oiled cool i think i have a nightstick that eric that viking guitar gave me uh nice but i don't know where it is it's, it's the blackest thing i've ever seen and i think it just Less rolled against nice. the wall somewhere so it's like it's just <laughs> hanging out uh
0: i gotta i gotta it's find that
4: in void space
0: <laughs> is it vanta black is that the one? I was going to say dark, Anish dark? Kapoor
3: cannot uh, own your uh, nightstick.
2: No. <laughs> no. Oh, I man. went to I went to North Carolina for two weeks. Visited my folks. Uh, ate, cool. a bunch of bis- ate a bunch of biscuits. Uh, watched a lot of banjo videos with my father and proceeded <laughs> to try and play it. It's not very easy. Uh, my right hand game is is not good. But do I still want a banjo? Absolutely. Did so, you order one yet? Not yet, no. Mm-mm. Not the right time. Not the right amount of money uh, <laughs> in, in my pockets. How much do those day, things go for? You can get a cheapy, or you can go, you know, ten grand. Whatever depends on what you want. You know, you can get a. You can always go used too. You know, but uh, one day there's different kinds. There's claw hammer. There's no. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll get a. I'll get a. I'll get into the banjo game at some point, but. Now we're talking about banjos. So I did that, and then and then uh, it was like a bunch of work, and then Magfest happened last weekend, and I got to see Joe for like several
0: days. You did? It was Sorry. it was awesome, man. Magfest a real was person. a good time. You uh you performed there, which was pretty fucking cool. Uh, you had a ten foot tall mother brain come out on stage. Yes,
2: we we had a ten foot tall animatronic two D uh uh uh. uh, uh proportionally accurate Super Metroid Mother Brain come out on stage. It moves its arms, it breathes mm-hmm. smoke, shoots lasers, drools, and has a has an LCD screen for an eye. Uh, oops, sorry, spoilers. It's a real eye. It really, it really was Mother Brain. <laughs> mother Brain came out on stage. Uh, the real awesome. Mother Brain. Just, Signed autographs no one behind afterwards. The curtain. No one behind the curtain. But yeah, it came <laughs> out and stomped around and did its thing. Uh, and it was awesome. awesome. So,
0: the show was great. The whole show was great. The crowd reaction to that showing up was... Something let me else. tell you that it was, 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 was so a, cool was a,
2: a lot of people in that room and like it was i saw every emotion i saw like people were dumbfounded i saw people screaming people were just like like completely blank faced there were all the cameras sort of went to it was really fun to watch because it's hard to process <laughs> what you're seeing when you see like pixels moving like that at that size and uh, yeah this this crew of like two, like three or four people spent the last year building it and then we were trying to like coordinate it and most of my day saturday was i wasn't even worried about rehearsal it was like i gotta talk to security and stage hands and make sure they know there is a freaking robot that needs to <laughs> pre- like be built and and booted up on the on one side of the stage only so it can walk out the right direction uh, and uh, it was a whole thing but it worked so yeah it was it was fun for, it was good for us and good for them so um it was awesome. Any
0: any highlights, lowlights of Magfest?
2: Uh, I I got to be on the Lumberjacks panel with you. I got to sit next to that Purnell. is a low
0: light. That is true. Yeah.
2: Y'all, I was going backwards. Um, <laughs> yeah, Purnell is so freaking tall, and I always forget I'm 6'3". <laughs> Purnell is like <laughs> Purnell is ten feet tall. We should have just given him a mask and have him walk out on stage. Uh, but he's <laughs> he's big boy. But that no, it was really fun, like telling old Magfest stories and uh and and stuff on the panel was super cool. So, that was fun. Definitely a yeah, Those, a those should
0: be online hopefully in the coming weeks and uh people missed them, they could check those out. They could check out the concert when that's up. I can, I want to rewatch it just for all the stuff I missed the first time around with Nate's visuals.
2: Yeah, I'm mixing the audio right now and it's I think it's sounding pretty good, so I think that'll be up not too long from now. So, we had 88 bet come out and play piano for a song, which is always fun to have piano and giant guitars. Playing at the same time, so that was cool. Um, it was good shit. Yeah, it was fun. It was real good. It was good to catch up and hang out a little bit. Played some
0: Prince of Persia. Drank some cranberry cocktail, something or other. <laughs> uh,
1: Just some Prince of Persia.
0: Played a lot of Prince. of it Prince. was it yeah. was Magfest. We were Magfesting.
2: Yeah, they were. He, Joe brought the brought the ah. Xbox and a little screen and and uh, and we and it was he was like you know I don't know you, you were like what thirty forty five minutes into the game. And we're asking, I was telling you about stuff later, and, and you were like, well, but load your save. And I, I completely lost my mind. I didn't know you could just – I don't know how this stuff works. So I logged in and then, you know, loaded a later save, and I was flipping and jumping, being like, look at me. And then I just kept dying. Um, but,
1: that happens. Yeah, it does. That happens.
0: But we had a good time. It was fun. It, it was a good time. We'll talk more about MAGFest on the next episode. When uh, Pernell and Tim are hanging out as well. Uh, but it's been a month. It's been a crazy month, too. There's a lot of news that we've got to tackle. Uh, is there anything anyone wanted to talk about before we get into the news? I'll take that as like, a no. Like, like what? I don't know anything about you. I your-
1: spaced out. I'm sorry. What? <laughs>
3: i mean i i don't know like i said disney dreamlight valley and everyone's just like oh yeah that probably is what all he
0: fucking okay well then what else did you do
3: to be honest not a whole hell of a lot because no no no, no, no shut up because my family was literally sick for a month and a half oh no yeah, it was just constant like colds or flu or uh, strep throat. Like my youngest essentially had pretty much strep throat for like off and on for a month. Um and it was just like a really strong like the and the antibiotics like weren't taking care of it. And finally like the week uh pretty much the week of Christmas. Uh, is when we finally had like a healthy home again amazingly enough because you know obviously school's not happening so none of my kids could get sick my wife <laughs> like you know the college where she co- uh, works at was closed so she couldn't go there and get sick like you know uh oh god that was just terrible
0: <laughs> so you were sick the I- entire break
3: Pretty much, and then also I played a shit ton of. Uh, actually, I mean, yes, I did play a shit ton of Disney Dreamlight Valley, but I actually uh, decided to fire up some like you know games that are not that. And uh, I played through <laughs> a, I played through uh, Stubbs the Zombie.
2: Oh, oh wow, the remaster.
3: Uh, yeah, the remaster of it that uh, they've released on Xbox like a couple of years ago. So you know, I Have fired that, that up because I. It's okay. Like, I, I get what they were going for, but like, it, it's kind of like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of odd. Like, I like the idea of it and I liked a bunch of the missions, but like some of that shit just falls flat. Like, especially like the dance off against the general. Uh, it's just, yeah, like it, it's mini games that you can't skip and it's just, like, they're more infuriating than fun. But I could also see why the game never got a like a sequel. Like, it, like it's okay, but you just feel like there should have been more to it. At the same time, it also like it's almost a twenty-year-old game at this point.
0: Like, yeah. as original I don't know. Xbox.
3: Yeah, mm. I know. Like, it's one of those things where it's like I'd maybe be down to see a remake of it. Like, you know, with today's technology and stuff. But, at the same time, I'm just kind of like, eh, it's all right. it's there. The soundtrack, like my wife loves it. She actually knew of uh the game's soundtrack before she' even knew of the game. She just uh, <laughs> i don't I, I'm dead- like because well, she likes that kind of music, and I think i don't I don't know if she thought it was just like a weird compilation album that she'd found or something, but yeah, like she was playing uh she was playing that one night, and that's actually what got me started on. Uh, playing the re- uh, the remaster because I was like you know this is a game right like we can just play this <laughs> and she's like what and then like she watched me play it and she's like yeah fuck that this seems infuriating
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man well speaking of music that is a good segue into the news of the week uh, rock band DLC for the week let me know if you sense a theme with these songs the calling wherever you will go Rusted Root, send me on my way. And Dido, thank you.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I'm trying
0: to find the theme. Is, the theme. It is it a, is a sense of uh thanking people because it oh. is the end of so rock fair. band DLC. Oh. Final yeah, well. week rock band DLC is dead once again. Uh they're moving on to Fortnite for that Fortnite festival bullshit. I'm just I am not getting into it. I'm not starting over with music. I I have 3000 songs in Rock Band. I'm not starting fresh. <laughs> Do you have it all? I'm missing 3 songs. Wow. Yeah. Cuz you, you can't get them? Nope, can't get them. Okay. Don't sell them anymore. No. I will well, never I will never have the Naked Brothers Band songs in Rock Band.
1: Well, Whoa, is you. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: Those two and a uh, World Turning by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, okay. Yeah, which I thought is kind of boring, so I don't really miss that one anyway. Well, you have Thank You by Dido, which may have some instruments in it. It does. Oh. There's like a note in it that you hit. And you, <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of things oh. ending, Nintendo is ending online support for the 3DS and Wii U on April 8th. Mm. Yay. <laughs> oh.
3: Or, Can we go back to the <laughs> uh to the rock band uh music thing real quick? Yeah we'll So talk. with the Fortnite Festival, like what like what what is it supposed to be? Is it just gonna be like the same thing except you now just have to do it in Fortnite?
0: Fortnite Festival is basically like rock band blitz in Fortnite. They have like 40-50 songs, something like that with a a free rotation that you can play or you can drop like 500 V bucks to buy a song which is ridiculously priced uh i'm just what is i'm it? not what's, starting what's over that? it's like what? five dollars a song
3: okay all right so yeah. it's like that uh uh when they tried to relaunch guitar hero okay
0: it's it's just, I'm not I'm not happy I'm not starting over. They're making new guitars for Fortnite Festival. People have been begging for new guitars for Rock Band 4 for years. Now they're making guitars for Fortnite Festival. There's no, they might work in Rock Band. That'd be great if they do cuz if they do I'll buy them, but I'm not getting into Fortnite. I'm not spending like 60 70 gig to play 40 songs in a rhythm game. Yeah, yeah, that uh, sucks. <laughs> something that doesn't suck is a game called Pow World. It released to insane demand, selling over 5 million copies in its first weekend. It's already over 7 million copies to date, and it hit over 1.85 million concurrent players on Steam.
3: Oh, no, 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 no. It's now Did it hit
0: higher? Two. It hit two? Yeah, I think it yeah. reached over two. Good lord. This is based on Monday. So. <laughs> wow, this game I, is just blowing up.
1: Yeah. I, I honestly I'm not sure how or why it is cuz I've watched people play it and I'm just like it takes all the worst aspects of like phone games and puts them right into this game. And I'm like you have to wait real time for shit to happen cuz like if something gets hurt instead of just taking it you know, to a healer and poof, it's healed. No, you have to wait 10, 15, 20 minutes for it to heal, depending on how hurt it is. You have to collect resources, and that takes time. Then you have to put stuff together, and that takes time. Or you can have some of your palmon, I guess is what they're called, uh, do it. And that also obviously takes a bunch of time, more time. It's like everything behind this game seems like it's just behind a fucking time gate. And it's just like that. That's so boring to me. Like, if they just got rid of that, the game would be so much better in my mind.
0: Well, they they have, like, when you first start up the game, there are so many different difficulty sliders that you can mess with. I didn't really pay attention to them because I just wanted to, like, get into it and see what the <laughs> fuss was about. But I think I'm going to go back and, and dick with the different settings because there's a lot in this game I'm just not really into. Like, there's a lot of crafting and there's a lot of survival elements. Yeah. And I oh, don't yeah. care That's about game either is. of them. Everyone's saying, oh, it's Pokemon with guns. It's Pokemon with guns. No, it's a fucking crafting and survival game. And if, if you're not into survival games, you're not going to like Palmon or World.
1: And it, it takes Palmon. a while for you to unlock the ability to give any of your Pokemon guns. I think it requires like level seven or eight before you can do that. And leveling is really slow in that game. Uh.
0: I don't know. I, I do it's want to put more shame. time into it just because of how it's blowing up. I, I wanna see if I could get over the hump of, of the crafting and survival stuff and really get into the meat of the game because it is it's it's taken the world by storm. Has is have either uh has anyone else played it or checked it out? No.
4: I've watched fasc- some people play it.
2: It's fascinating, but uh, it's not my kind of game anyway. No but I, I just uh. I just I'm more interested in the uh in the just like Uh, kind of treading that copyright line more than anything else. That story is interesting.
1: I don't... It's not really treading it at all. It isn't? There's been that... Not really. There's been a big uproar and everyone's like, oh, they just stole this stuff from Pokemon. And it's like, every example they have is, oh, it's a two-toned wolf of completely different colors. Like, almost every wolf that's existed in a video game throughout all of time or that's a boar and it looks like a boar and that pokemon's a boar and it looks like a boar (gasps) the the issue i'm hearing
0: the issue i'm hearing is that a modder took uh models from pokemon games and put them into pal world and that's where the issues with the nintendo are coming from
1: that that got the actual
0: taken game down itself. There's <laughs> there's apparently no real issues, but who knows?
1: Uh, as of a day or two ago, something like that. Uh, Nintendo is looking into the game, but realistically, it nothing's I, going I to happen because it's are. not stealing <laughs> anything. Um, but Nintendo did DMCA the person who made that mod, and it was taken down immediately. Yeah,
0: that's that had to happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That that was funny. What you don't
3: want to have Pikachu slaves in your salt mines? <laughs>
1: no, Jeez. not really.
0: Anyway, uh, Sony CEO has come out and said that PlayStation's future will be on PC, mobile, and cloud. So it looks like they might be going all in on other platforms that, uh, like PC. Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I really don't see cloud taking off. If Xbox can't get cloud going with X Cloud, I I don't know. But if more PlayStation games hit PC, that's good.
3: I think the thing is, is that like I think it'll just be like one (laughs) or two console generations away. Like it's just we have to have like everyone has to have like the broadband, uh, you know, uh, connection to be able to handle all that kind of stuff.
0: And you
3: know, it's just. Once it gets there, yeah, I think it won't be as much of an issue.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition is hitting PC March 21st. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean speaking of? None of us spoke that. Sony said more <laughs> games are going to be on PC. Well, no, yeah. Sony game is going to be on PC.
3: <sighs> That's a... Would you like some yoga classes? Because that was a little bit of a stretch there.
1: What? <sighs> Anyways, moving the fuck
0: on. Oh, my Lord. Uh, There are rumors that Hi-Fi Rush has been rated for a Switch release. Oh, that's cool.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I thought, yeah, that was popping over there. And wasn't there one other Microsoft game that got uh, rated for a different console?
0: Uh, there's, There's nothing that was rated, but there have been rumblings that Microsoft... Is uh, considering porting Sea of Thieves to the PS5. That's right.
3: That's right. Yep.
0: Ember saying it has been debunked. So I'm, yeah, we'll this, much I'm just that. going off news from the past month. I'm not saying anything's accurate. If you're listening to us for accurate news, I've, I've got, you know, there's some problems you can work out. But uh long rumored Halo Battle Royale game has apparently been scrapped completely
1: oh no oh the pain Uh, the suffering uh
0: ps5 outsold the xbox three to one in 2023
1: (laughs) that does not shock me at all
0: that is that's getting sad for xbox but uh we'll we'll talk about more really really sad xbox news later on uh insomniac was hacked revealing lots of personal details on employees and sony exclusivity deals like x-men and wolverine that happened uh later in december i believe cool what do you what, i know the the big deal was that uh there will be no x-men games on any other platform or at least on xbox until like 2028 something <laughs> like
3: that i believe that's what they had said yeah
0: just these exclusivity deals are getting stupid. I'm so tired of them.
1: They've always been stupid. Yeah. Exclusivity sucks.
0: Yeah.
5: Business.
1: They're great. They're great for the big business. They're bad for literally everyone else.
0: <laughs> oh, Thimber says twenty thirty-eight. Whoops. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Even better. <laughs> Uh, Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack got an update with Golden Sun and Golden Sun The Lost Age. That's cool. I missed that. That's cool as fuck. Two awesome RPGs for Game Boy Advance. Uh, If you've never played them, play them. Uh, PlayStation Plus lineup for the month of January was A Plague Tale Requiem Evil West and Nobody Saves the World.
1: Nice. Those are some good games.
0: Yeah. And then their, uh, their game catalog update The extra lineup had a a bunch of good games. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Resident Evil 2, Hard Space Shipbreaker, Lego City Undercover. Jacob, I know you love that one. Uh, Just Cause 3 Session, Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun, Surviving the Aftermath, and Vampire the Masquerade, Swan Song. Not bad. Pretty solid lineup over there. Yeah, I should should play Just Cause 3 again. Do it. That game's great. Have you played 4?
2: Yeah, it was okay. It it was it had it was good, but yeah, the progression was weird. Three is better, I think. I th-
3: I thought three was all over the damn place, but I also didn't pick it up until uh, like it was the complete edition and stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, like I really wish the game would yeah. have introduced like the flying like like enemy sp- like spaceship or whatever the fuck that thing was until like after you had completed a bunch of shit because like I play yeah I just walked into it like (laughs) with everything just like trying to kill me and it was just it was not a good time
2: yeah they always assume that everyone's finished what there is before they put new stuff out so if you like you're starting it for the first time it's like playing a car game too you start a car game with all the DLC and it's like oh I have 30 cars uh kind of kills the kills the, the progression but it's all good
0: it's all good. Yeah, I think the the Forza Horizon games in particular are guilty of that. Restart the game and you you just get your loyalty rewards from the previous game, and you have like seven seventy three cars in your garage yeah. already, forty million credits, and seven hundred wheel spins. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Classics the the Classics lineup was eh. Secret of Mana PS4 version, which is meh legend of mana ps4 version street fighter 30th anniversary collection for ps4 and then two ps1 games with rally cross interesting and star wars episode one the phantom menace
3: oh dang oh that's 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 actually pretty damn cool i wish that they would port that over to uh xbox or switch fuck it i'd take it there too
0: maybe one day Uh, Let's talk Game Pass. A lot of games joined Game Pass this month. Let's see. Let's go down the list. We got Close to the Sun, Hell Let's Loose, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Figment, We Happy Few rejoined, uh, Super Mega Baseball 4 joined EA Play, Resident Evil 2, Those Who Remain, Turnip Boy Robs a Bank, F-123 hit EA Play, Pal World was a day one launch, and then uh, just today, Go Mechaball was a day one launch. I'm excited about that one. Cool. And the month isn't over because January 30th, Brotato is a day one launch. <laughs> great name. That is a great name. And then uh, February 2nd, Persona 3 Reload is a day one launch. And February 6th, Anucard. Card. I don't know what that is. Me either. <laughs> Yeah, and then games had to leave Game Pass with Garden Story, Moto GP twenty two, persona three portable, persona four golden, and then uh later this month Hitman World of Assassination. Those are all gone from Game Pass.
2: Oh, I never did play that. I should've given
0: it some time, yeah. I think it goes on sale fairly often. Yeah, it does, definitely does. Uh Focus Entertainment is changing their name to pull up entertainment. I don't know why, but okay, okay. Good for good for them. Good I, for I them. I don't. I c-
2: congratulate. I'm sorry. I
0: don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, Alan Wake is joining Dead by Daylight on January thirtieth. It's so weird. Dead by Daylight crossovers are insane. Well, it's probably not the voice from the guy, right? He passed
2: away, right? Probably not. Don't remember his name. The voice actor for Alan Wake. The guy who
3: was—he played Max Payne, but didn't he also? Yes. Didn't he? Yeah. I was gonna say.
2: I thought he also. Oh wait! Did, I'm an uh, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. it's that guy? Whoops! I whoops. <laughs> yes, the voice of Max Payne uh, is the one who passed away. Not the voice of Alan Wake. Continue.
1: <laughs> Don't scare me
2: like that. Whoops. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Heart
0: attack. Uh Smite 2 was announced with an alpha play test coming in the spring. It's going to release on PC, Steam Deck, Series X and S and PS5 with full crossplay. So if you like Smite, there you go. Cool for those fans. Stalker 2 was delayed out of early 2024 to a now supposedly firm release date of September 5th. Uh in about four months, it'll get delayed to early 2025. That don't change weird. that
1: please <laughs> please don't say that that'll make me cry <laughs>
0: and now the shit news uh there have been a lot of shutdowns a lot of closures a lot of layoffs and uh we're gonna go through some of them and brie i think you have a full list so you could you could cover what i, I mean, miss
4: but, yeah it's a lot
0: the same day that Atari acquired a 7.5% stake in Tiny Build for $2 million, they shut down Versus Evil completely. Uh, Stray Souls developer Jukai Studio shut down as well. Versus Evil was their publisher. Uh, mm-hmm. Modus shut down Main 6. Embracer had more layoffs at 3D Realms and Slipgate Ironworks. Bossa Studios laid off a third of its staff, totaling 19 people. The remaining 40 are working on Lost Skies. Twitch laid off over 500 employees. Discord laid off 170. Unity laid off over 1,800 people. Lost Boy Interactive, owned by Gearbox, laid off, quote, dozens of their 400 plus company in, quote, massive layoffs. Riot Games eliminated 530 jobs globally. Piranha Bytes is in deep shit. Uh, Rikon Games Developers of Ruiner cut about 80% of its staff, totaling 60 to 70 people. Black Forest Games Developers of Destroy All Human Remakes has cut half of its staff at about 50 people. People can fly laid off 30 people. Sledgehammer Games has been reduced staff by 30%. Xbox is shuttering departments dedicated to bringing games to retail. And just today, Microsoft laid off 1,900 employees. And Mikey Barra of Blizzard bounced as well. Holy
1: and, fuck. And apparently, there's a whole bunch of people in Activision Blizzard that don't even know if they're going to be impacted by this. But apparently, they there are a lot, says Jason Schreier. But they're contacting him to try and figure out yeah. all this stuff instead mm-hmm. of, you know, Microsoft letting them know. And that's kind of that's kind of fucked up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, what did I miss?
4: Oh, I mean, there's there's a, a bunch of little ones in, in uh, a list that I had. Uh, that uh, some of them you might have already grabbed. Some of them, I think there was one for Behavior Interactive. I don't know if you mentioned that one. Thunderful Games let some people go as well. Um, there's there's just, it's just so many to even keep up with. It's ridiculous.
0: I think they said we're 25 days in and over 6,000 people have lost their jobs in the video game.
4: Yeah, something industry. like that.
0: Something crazy like that.
4: Yeah. Under a month. The number was like... Yeah, four thousand until this morning, and then it just shot up a lot. It's 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 a lot. It's
1: brutal. It's it is depressing. brutal. Super brutal.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, all the wonderful news I had. <laughs> Bree, any news on your end?
4: Nah, that was that was the majority of what took up my stuff um other than uh you know Developer Direct I took a took a look at that. Um I don't know if if we want to talk about that at all. Sure.
0: What was that? What what went down uh, at Developer Direct?
4: Well, they uh they just showcased a, a bunch of cool stuff. I'd have to pull up the list here, but uh it, the, I think the big one that I I really uh focused on was the Indiana Jones um game and uh i i have a friend whose whose response to the entire thing was do we really need an indiana jones game <laughs> and and i didn't have a good answer for that um i was kind of curious if anybody else is excited about that game um i was
2: having a hard time telling exactly what i was looking at it looks like it goes back and forth between third person and first person uh, mm-hmm. but it was a little strange i mean I love Indiana Jones and I love the music. And so I, it might be fun, but it is kind of an. I'm surprised that it, you know, there have been a few games from Indiana mm-hmm. Jones, but it was, you know, dozens of years ago. So I'm surprised we haven't seen anything, you know, like that since. But uh, I don't know. I'm interested, but I'm still a little confused,
0: I think.
4: Okay.
2: That's
4: it fair. Is a,
0: I think it's a head scratcher of an IP to use. It's not like Indiana Jones movies have set the world on fire in recent years. True, and but RoboCop surprised a lot of people. So, you know, it can, it can happen.
4: Yeah, which, speaking of, they just got a new game plus mode, um, yeah, which is, right like, you know, something fans were, like, really clamoring for, and uh, they got their wish. So that's coming coming out, and uh, that's exciting. Um, let see. Other stuff at the Developer Direct was Ara History Untold. They showed some of Avowed. I think that's the Obsidian project.
0: Oh, I am so excited for Avowed.
4: Uh, Visions of Mana, which is coming out summer of this year. Um,
0: I love that they opened that that presentation, like the vast history of Mana. They showed all the titles that are not available on Xbox.
4: Mm, I know, right? Like,
0: throw us a bone. Throw us the collection of Mana.
4: Well, maybe if it does good, we'll get a collection. That would be great. Um, Until then, I just have to live with it on my Switch. (laughs) Um, they showed us Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. That was the other one that they showed. So, so excited for that. And that's, that's coming, coming out on May 21st. Yeah, Yeah, right around the corner. I've got, it's got the an actual date for that one.
1: That, that's gonna be a nice belated birthday gift for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's good to finally see
0: some footage of that game, you know what I mean? Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I know a lot
1: of people were kind I, of freaking I,
5: out
0: because it's a $50 game instead of a full-price game, but I... You know, not everything needs to be $70 and a 40 hour Most things
2: don't. Why would people, people complain? I don't understand that. Also, that is a, sort of a surprising price point for that game. It's going to be pretty, you know, it looks triple, triple A. I don't know how it's surprising, but why would someone complain? I guess they just they assume it's not going to be a, a real game if it's 20 bucks less. I guess. I guess they, they trimmed well, Alan Wake by, 20, by 10 bucks and just didn't put it out on uh, disc. So I wonder mm-hmm. if they're, they're digital only with this as well. Which yeah. game are we talking about? Hellblade 2. Hellblade.
3: Okay, I didn't know. If, like, yeah, I had to hop back out again. Way. I didn't know if we were still talking about Indiana Jones.
5: Nope.
3: Disappointing.
0: <laughs> yes, you, got you,
5: are. I'm you
2: got something to say about Indy? You got an Indy hot take? Well, I mean, like... I I mean,
3: figure uh, that they hadn't made any Indiana Jones games for a while because uh, they were trying to figure out whether they were going to make more movies in the series and you know they have to figure out which MacGuffin that they're going to use but I mean also I mean I know that they were toying at one point with the idea of somebody else replacing Harrison Ford um, and keeping it going so I mean they probably I'd had to figure that, that out well they're not gonna do it though that's the thing Aww. they've already said that um which from what i understand about dial of destiny that's probably not the worst thing to happen so but do, i don't do know we, like i'm uh, to be honest i'm i'm looking forward to it i think it'll think be, be great. the uh,
0: the voice choice of troy baker
3: i is that who that was yeah. i'm like okay i thought it was pretty like, great I thought it was like, I mean, I thought it was fine. I mean, they've had different voice actors before. Um, I'm, I'm fine with it. Sounds as long like as I get to punch Nazis, that's all that matters. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it sounded pretty like you know, it sounded pretty younger indie to me, so I'm okay. I mean, I don't, you know, he's in everything, so I can't hear him as characters anymore. I just hear him. But <laughs> I, in this case, I, I, you know, it seemed fine to me. So, Troy
0: Baker is what Nolan North
2: used to be. Yeah, there was a bit of a crossover there where they were, (laughs) it was the two of them. Now it seems like it's all Troy all the
0: time. I love that they were both in Saints Row 4. You could either pick the lead character, which was Troy Baker, or you could pick Nolan North, who played Nolan North. Pretty good. It was beautiful. Uh, Speaking of Nolan North, I got a pretty dope-ass collectible at MAGFest during the charity auction I paid uh, $69 for a signed Funko Pop of Nathan Drake signed by Nolan North. That's sick. Yeah. it oh, Compared cool. to some of the other stuff that went at the auction, that was cheap as shit. Yeah. A signed a copy cool. of Destiny 2 went for over $200. What? Wait, who signed it? Nolan North.
3: Oh, 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 okay.
0: Yeah.
2: How many you guys in that game? Jacob, Whatever.
3: Pay
0: you attention, win. You win, please. Joe. You win, Joe. That's good. Good. good yeah, good so I, I was happy with that. It was a good pickup. Did you? Big Adam had a custom Funko Pop made, too. Of, of who? Of himself? Of him. This is incredible. <laughs> they they had <laughs> Dak so and one? Big Adam, the two guys oh. who host the charity auction. They made custom Funkos of each of them, and they auctioned them off. I believe they sold combined for, like, $800. That's incredible. Oh, that's a yeah. great idea. For fucking charity. The kind of,
2: all the money went to child's kind of, play that's the kind of stuff that gets some that's good that's like
0: they yeah. set a record this year with one item which was they which was their big uh sweet giveaway where you would get two atrium rooms eight badges oh. with max swag like the big adam chase vip spectacular you got the room from like wednesday to monday so that you don't miss out on anything it sold for ten thousand dollars wow Jesus. yeah party room yeah pretty much i <laughs> mean that's a lot of much, people involved in that shit to pay that I mean, off. that's
2: about how much a room costs at the Gaylord,
0: anyway so <laughs> whatever they're saving money <laughs> they're sa- oh shit all right what other news what else do we have I don't know if I have any pinball news. I got nothing.
3: Uh, did we talk about Riot Games
0: laying off 500 people? We talked about yeah. everyone laying off everyone. Damn <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what happens when you take phone calls during the show. Well, it was my mom. And my mommy is important. Mom, did you know
2: everyone laid off everyone? True <laughs> <laughs> story. D- did she have any
0: news? <laughs>
3: Um she was asking me if I'd like a bag of almonds and a bag of pretzels and uh some shortbread cookies uh when we drop the car off tomorrow.
4: Cuz snacks are important.
3: Well, yeah, I mean she has to make sure her baby's fed. You said
0: all Even of the th- above.
2: Yes. This is well, a- Of course. This isn't exactly news, but it's probably something that will become available. But just one more Magfest anecdote: This awesome band called Zaku played, and the uh, main instrument is an iwi, electric wind instrument. Looks like a you know you guys have seen it. It's like a, it looks like a clarinet, but it's electronic and makes fun mm-hmm. noises. And at the end of the show, they basically like like burned it all down by saying, "Hey, we're Zaku. We don't have anything for sale." All our music's online for free. Also, if you want my business card, my business card is a circuit board, and for about forty bucks in parts, you can build your own ewee. I'll be out front giving them away for free. So he basically went out to the front of the show giving away these um, the most amazing circuit boards I've ever, I mean, business cards I've ever seen. They're little, they're these little brain boards, and then you can uh, apparently buy some parts and build your own little ewee. And so I think he's going to make them available when they're ready. If you want to buy, build a little 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 fun wind instrument for your music. That's exciting it's amazing. Everyone's all hawking shirts and shit. And he's like, we got nothing. You want a free circuit board? See out front. And I'm like, it's a great way to sell stuff, except you're not selling anything. But uh, I did love it. I loved it. You're like, I
0: did socks last year. I know.
5: know, Right.
0: (laughs) Anyway. Oh, nothing beats slap bracelets from Lonely Rolling Stars. Yes, that was fun. I believe they have Uh, uh,
2: about a thousand of those sitting somewhere in a box.
0: Really? (laughs) (laughs) Not a thousand, but they got a bunch. Yeah. Or how many did they sell? I know All I right. bought two. That wasn't my year. That was the year after. So I'm not sure. Yeah, one of each color. One blue, one yellow. Love it. A consumer whore. I love it. Yeah. Uh, any other news?
3: Uh, until dawn is getting a movie
2: adaptation. Really? Interesting. Huh? Interesting. What if they will get some of the same actors? Some of those actors have been in lots of stuff since uh, until dawn. Hmm. Uh.
0: Come on, Jacob. What else? give us news um uh, I'm trying to sc-
3: i'm trying to scroll i'm scrolling through the uh s m l podcast facebook page and unfortunately I posted way too many memes in between the news articles so uh, yeah. how do you, yeah. hmm. in fact I'm starting to wonder if I do ever post news articles here. <laughs> Uh, Probably
0: <laughs> not. <Order laughs> acolyte says that Martha's is dead is getting a movie adaptation, and a uh, root beer says Nintendo last year gave everyone a ten percent raise despite projections they would not meet financial goals, and said it's because they were securing the company's future. Mm. It's cool mm. as shit. That's, Gotta love that's it. how to handle your employees. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, deeper pockets, but yes, I agree.
0: Let's oh let's man. All right. Should we get to reviews? We got a bunch of games to talk about. It's been a month. We we got ourselves uh good games to discuss. Should we get into these?
1: Sure. I have one piece of news beforehand though.
0: Okay, let's hear it.
1: It's nothing that any of you are going to care about, but I care about it quite deeply. I have a new PC, everyone. Yay! <laughs> Yay cool it is amazing so uh once i get home i will be able to do pc reviews again that aren't just um smut for once <laughs>
0: <laughs> yay they'll still you, be smut but they don't have
1: to mostly yeah yeah exactly <laughs>
2: did you buy it uh did you buy it built or was it uh what was a uh, what'd you do
1: uh i got it built already Sweet. i i don't I don't build them myself. I don't trust my eyesight well enough to uh, not snap anything that cost a few hundred bucks a piece. Yeah. yeah. Um, It cost me a little over 1700 bucks and it hurt my feelings quite significantly. And (laughs) and it'll probably be the end of next year before I finally make all that money back into my account. If I'm really lucky, Uh, (laughs) but it's a really good computer. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm pretty happy with it.
0: Now you're not stuck on windows seven anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, now now I'm on uh, Windows eleven, um, mm. which apparently is the buggiest fucking thing on the planet. So that's eh, um that's fine something. It uh, will be
3: till the next OS.
1: Uh, and my computer weighs about 40 pounds. So Yeah, they're there heavy.
0: You know. PCs are fucking yeah, heavy.
1: I really thought that was uh, when when I got the uh the package information, I was like that Has to be a typo, there's no way <laughs> it's 40 pounds. I think mine weighs like I don't know 10 ish, maybe. My old one, I was like, There, no, it can't be. They must have made it lighter and they just put the decimal at the wrong. Nope. No, it's, Fucking it's 40 yeah, pounds. that's it's insane. Heavy. I can't, oh, Raider Biz,
0: <laughs> thank you so much for the 21 month resub uh we we missed them because we weren't live yet but javor's root beer and injury also subbed before we went live so thank you to everybody for dropping those subs in chat enjoy the kitty cat emotes and all the other fun stupid emotes that i have put there uh yeah what other news i don't have anything else brie anything else on your end i'm good aki anything else on your end
1: I got more gun but that's not really. News. Grant anything that's else just, on your end? <laughs> uh, that's just a normal piece of life. <laughs> I got another
0: gun Oh wait, no, that was Aki's. I don't have anything. I got nothing. All right, should we dive into reviews then? Sure. Let's do it. Dive cool. In. First game to talk about in the year of our Lord 2024 is Prince of Persia, the lost crown developed by Ubisoft Montpelier published by Ubisoft released January 18th on Xbox one series X and S switch PS4, PS5 and PC for $49.99. Ash into a stylish and thrilling action-adventure platformer set in a mythological Persian world where the boundaries of time and space are yours to manipulate. Play a Sargon and evolve from sword-wielding prodigy to extraordinary legend as you master acrobatic combat and unlock new time powers and unique super abilities. Grant, Aki, the two of you played this. Grant, how about you start off? Tell us what's going on in Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown.
2: Sweet. Yeah, Aki, we'll knock it back and forth here about that. Um, sure. I, I uh, y'all got a lot of Prince of Persia history. Play the play the very first one. Play Saints of Time.
1: I I played. I think it was uh, what everyone called the worst one out of them all. So yeah, the yeah the <laughs>
3: what it was two thousand eight, like the standalone one. I think I'm the
1: only one that liked that game.
3: I don't think I, liked, likes I loved it too. Like oh, I okay. thought it was great. Like, I, yeah, it was the first one that I really ever got into.
0: I thought people and hated everyone, The Warrior Within. That one uh, I think wasn't reviewed very well, yeah. Yeah, yeah I
1: think, I think everyone one was kind I was of like, thinking of. Meh. And I thought it was fine. I didn't mind it, but that's <laughs> the only one I've played, is the one that everyone pans as the worst, so, you know, <laughs> not really. That was the game that
2: made me realize that my CRT TV and it was not going to cut it anymore because it can read shit.
5: To
2: buy <laughs> a, a <natural laughs> um yeah this is like you know it's it's a, the first of its kind in a lot of ways and that it's very much a metroidvania uh but it's also kind of a return to form it's fun to see prince i think back inside scrolling because that's where he came from um but yeah this is a metroidvania this is absolutely 100 metroid dread 2 if you just like slap some different stuff in here i, I think i don't know maybe i'm wrong but I, that's how i feel about it i kind of like that kind of game um uh, I have a friend that call it doesn't like the Metroidvania term. He calls them gear gated games, which I think is kind of cute. But uh, yeah, it's okay, a gear gated game. Uh, it's a it's a mix of combat and platforming. That's this game, combat and platforming. It's you get sort of a, a steady trickle of upgrades to improve your combat, um, and you guessed it, revisit old places you might have been uh, to you know expand the map. Uh, it's kind of how these kinds of games work. We've we've seen a lot of them in the past several years. Uh, One of the big features of this game, it's so funny because it's such an easy addition, but they're really, like, talking a lot about it, is this thing where you can, it's like a, what's it called, Aki Memories or something? Something Memories, the picture-taking mechanic? Uh,
1: Yes, it's recording memories, yeah.
2: Yeah, so basically, at any time, you can slap a button on the D-pad and take a picture of the room you're in, and it puts that picture on the map, so you don't have to remember. It's kind of
1: any time. You actually have a limited amount of them that you can use in the game. Yes, and you can uh, get
2: more as you play.
1: Yeah, there there is only a certain amount of them in the entire game, though. But yeah, I have been Chances more are you that. don't need that many of them because not only can you put those which show on the map, but you can also set like a hundred different uh, points on the map, and you have like a selection of seven or eight different things you can make those points look like, so you have some idea of what's there. Yeah. Um, so you probably won't need them. I think I used like 8 and that's because there was a Ubisoft challenge to use 7. So uh, <laughs> There you go. And I and all but one of those was at the very end of the game and I was just wasting them and the one was when it taught me how to do it and was a mandatory tutorial one. So yeah, <laughs> you don't really need them if you don't want to. You can no. use the other system just fine.
2: Yeah, I mean, if it's like if it's like a treasure chest or if it's an enemy, you know, you can put those kinds of icons down. But if you do want to take a picture, just as a reminder, at least at least what the environment looks like, like which environment you're going back to, it's kind of cool. Um, it's really
0: handy. I like that.
2: Yeah, I don't, and I won't. You know, I won't spoil anything about the story. But to be honest, there ain't a lot of it. I will say uh, there are some <laughs> twists and things. But you you play as this this character called Sargon. He's he's not the prince. He's a member of this group called the Immortals. Um, which is really funny you you say you start as a prodigy. He's already basically an immortal, but yes, you, the player, a prodigy. Um, he's sort of a superhero of Persia, uh, and things go down, and so you are sent to this cursed mount Cough to fix the stuff that goes bad. Um, again, it's a Metroid game. It's not a skill tree situation here. It's basically about acquiring and upgrading powers uh, and items. And so there's really three types. There's the kind that upgrades your character. There's the kind that upgrade upgrades your weaponry. and then you can get these amulets that can be worn in slots, a predetermined number of slots. and you get more slots as you play through the game. So I found myself, I don't know about you, Aki, but I had kind of a standard loadout, you know of, uh-huh. of amulets. Yep. And then when you get to a boss or you get to a thing you need to do, you kind of kind of go and change it up a little bit. Um,
1: i didn't even bother doing that i selected the ones that i liked and i just stuck with on the just entire them. Yeah, was, i just didn't care there was there was one <laughs> the game boss hard it isn't
2: it isn't there's a, there's a lot of there's a couple a couple bosses like air bosses and stuff that so i would equip like the do more damage in the air you know emul amulet stuff like that but for the most part you just kind of pick the ones you like and go
1: i just um, i just equipped the one that said do more damage yes
5: Afraid, just period not
1: in air or anything just do more damage because then it doesn't matter if i'm in the air or not i'm yep. very inherently lazy
2: <laughs> well you, we have, you, have options. you have options um you do this game is freaking huge i don't i mean i don't know if i expected it to be quite as big as it was it's like the map you zoom all the way out you don't even see really see a quarter of the map it's pretty big uh Mm-hmm. And it 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 does get. I don't know. I had some trouble with some of the bosses. Like I, f- I found some of them to be to be pretty rough. A lot a lot of it is. I I almost feel like the bosses are more puzzles uh, than anything else. It's about figuring out their. It, it's it's standard boss fare. It's figuring out patterns and, and the first the first go is always a trial run. But uh, I thought there were the bosses are pretty great in this game. Um, for the most part, yeah, they, get, they get pretty ridiculous. Okay, it sounds like you
0: you breeze through a lot of this. I I'm I'm not the yeah. best uh uh gamer. She, she did uh, what we call using the assists right aggie <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i used the shit out of the assists the assists were great and i i also before bosses i would go to every area i was able to get into and collect every item i was able to get in order to upgrade things as so i was always probably a little overpowered uh, for the bosses in general <laughs> but it's fun I, I mean i feel like this is kind of a kickback game
2: like i don't want to be stressed out by this game you know I, and, and it's a all. long it's a long one it's a long it's a long game it's bigger than i think people thought it would be um yeah but the guy yeah, like, said it
1: was a 20 to 25 hour game and i'm like i'm pretty sure i put like 50 ish hours into this <laughs> what
2: yeah the hell, i mean what the hell you're talking if you're gonna, about <laughs> if you're gonna collect everything and do all the side quests you're gonna spend some time here Um, but yeah, I mean, and by the time you're really getting some of the cooler upgrades, you are, you, you can basically, you can basically go from door to door without barely touching the ground. It's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, there is fast travel, so you can, you can zip around a bit quicker. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So trees are safe points. Trees will refill your power, save and refill, uh, and regenerate enemies. If that sounds familiar to anyone, one tiny little souls, type thing they do um but you're never like you're never traveling back to where you died or anything like that but that's that's it is there is sort of a risk reward of deciding whether or not to save because you know everything's going to come back um i mean combat is fun it's it's zippy it's not overly complex not too many buttons the platforming's fun the puzzles are fun i i i have not 100 of this game i i'm i'm this moment now where i'm just trying to clear out I'm clearing out old places uh, with my new abilities, so I can just kind of get better at at fighting and at all the platforming. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's it looks really good. It's running. I'm running 120 hertz on my Series X. It runs on 60 on everything. It's it's butter. Um, I'll say also that the game is fully voice acted, but I actually turned the voice acting off entirely. I don't know if anyone would ever would normally do that, but. I just feel like I, I tend to zip through dialogue pretty quickly. I read, I read fast, and I found that everyone just sounded like, like, and you, and you was it, and here was what, what, well, what about? Because I was just <laughs> skipping lines. I just sort of turned that off, and so I, I feel a little bad, but at the same time, like I, I, I didn't feel like I was losing too much by doing that. Um, I had uh, it I, in Persian
1: the entire oh, time. D-
2: did you do it in Persian? That's so. I'm gonna <laughs> go switch it to Persian. What a great yeah. idea.
1: Yeah, Okay. Yeah, I, Anytime I have a game that's set in a specific country, oh. if that is an option for the language they're speaking, if there's a voice acting for that, that's immediately what I flip it to, just because that's it's that way for me. Okay. That's <laughs> a go cool do that. idea. That's, awesome. that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um
2: did you read did you yeah. read all the stuff? Like did you yeah. do you read
1: all the yeah, all the I've 100% of the game. I've read everything.
2: Do you actually,
1: like, did, yeah. did you just... Yeah, I read it all. Yeah, okay. For less peace
2: I just found that, like, nothing, a lot of what you're reading doesn't really further the story. It's more sort of like a Wikipedia dump of Persian history, which... It I, is, basically. I mean, I, I it didn't... Which I thought was interesting in a way, but like, a lot of times you're not remembering all the names of who they're talking about. And I just, I I got to the point where the long sort of stories or letters, I just didn't, I'm I'm less attached to, I think. Like, I just came off Alan Wake 2, where every single piece of anything... You, you're you're scouring because it has to do, it fills in the holes of the universe, right? And so I, I just didn't, which I guess it kind of does here too, but I don't know. I'm I,
1: sad I still haven't played Alan Week 2. Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> I want to yeah. play that so bad.
2: Get there at some point. Um, I also, you mentioned the accessibility, I love the difficulty system. Fucking uh, it's got yeah! a lot of sliders for, like, if you just want to do more damage you can do that. If you want to reduce damage uh, on you, you can do that too. So you can kind of, I, I can't remember, what. I don't think I came up with a preset. I just sort of made my own. Um, so did I. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, it, has, it has difficulties and then it has a custom that you can choose. And when you go into custom, you can make it to where how much uh, health enemies have, how much damage you take, how much uh, damage you do. There's stuff like how big are the subtitles and things like that as well. So it, it has a pretty good one. I didn't mess with enemy health, but I tossed everything else to be in my favor just because I was like, I want to get this done as fast as possible. And it still took forever. <laughs> You yeah, know what else if, is pretty good? Trash
0: Rando dude. just dropped the sub for the 13th month. Trash Rando, thank you so much for hanging out <laughs> and being here. Uh, thank you for welcoming us back as well. It is good to be back. It has been a long time off. Uh, and now Simon is just so used to being on my lap whenever he wants that I have to hold him in my arms right now during the show because he's a spoiled little asshole. That's right. Don't listen hey, to me. Uh
1: the major thing to know about the game is uh, the bosses can be obviously can be difficult the combat can be difficult if you want to make it but the more powers you unlock the more fun the combat is regardless of how difficult it is because like one of the first things you can unlock is an air dash which allows you to jump over enemies and dash away from them and stuff and much later on, there's an ability to grab enemies and either pull them to you or pull you to them so you can get real quick hits in and then jump away and dash off. It is so fun. It is. Uh, there is lots of the standard platforming isn't too bad. Uh, the later you get into the game, and if you start going after some of the optional stuff in order to like upgrade your equipment more, the platforming it gets really fucking brutal. Uh and anytime you fail in one of those, you take a lot of fucking damage, and it doesn't matter what difficulty or how low the damage you're taking; it takes off a ton of it and tosses you back at the beginning. And it's like, try again, stupid. <laughs> and I've almost every time I died, died where I ran out completely out of health, even using all my health potions. Uh, it was all. Every last time, it was stuff. because of platforming yeah. challenges um, I did, that I, did. I just couldn't succeed at for so long.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did find there was an amulet that reduces environmental damage. And it helps a little, yeah. but it's still tough. Um, yeah, but you man, have,
1: you can upgrade the amulets as well.
2: So. yep, yeah. and those sections are just fun. Like they're, it's like it's just it's comedy because they clearly built this environment for you, but they they weren't supposed to. But boy, they just they put everything where they wanted, and it's just it's a blast. But uh, yeah, I love the platforming
1: in uh, this game. Yeah, it, in this game, the castle was actually retrofitted by an engineer by the king's order. And it is just a gigantic fucking de- death trap everywhere you go. Like, it is impossible <laughs> for someone who doesn't have the abilities that you get to get through any of these areas. And it's just like, oh, yeah. And, like, occasionally you'll find letters and they'll be like, oh, yeah, this many engineers died. I can't keep doing this. This is so messed up. <laughs> like that and it's like yeah yeah i can see that
0: <laughs> i just wonder like what the architect was thinking when he came up with place like this
1: uh she's batshit insane
0: yeah
2: i'm gonna put a disappearing platform right here and then yeah. one right or
1: crumbling one <laughs> or one that's in another universe
2: yeah exactly and then i'll put the other universe one over here oh this will fool them. it out this will fool them <laughs> yeah Oh, I did. I, I did run into two gigantic bugs. Uh, I oh. I was in one of the puzzle rooms where you you're, you you're, you 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 sort of duplicate yourself, and then I ended up getting hung up uh, on one of them and got it was respawning me over and over again and repeated the same sound every frame, and it was incredible. Huh. It sounded kind of like Arr. so. I, yeah. I I went back to the title screen and I rebooted and loaded the last save so i had i did have to shut the game down and reboot it and then i had the same problem i fast traveled pretty quickly after killing someone and it it had a similar issue but one of them i lost about 20 minutes 20 minutes of progress i think but uh it was still i did that whole section again in about five ten minutes so no big no big deal um but uh they'll probably iron that stuff out but um yeah, my only complaint is I would love it in the training area. I wish you could, like, put different enemies in there because they're also different. It'd be nice to train on different people. But, um, that and the story, I think, uh, are the only issues I really had. Uh, other than that, it's just like, I love it. It's fantastic.
1: Uh, I came across two bugs, one of which has already been fixed. It was a bug with one of the tr- training, uh, simulations that you, ha- uh, you can, you can choose to do them or you can cho- choose to say fuck it, but they give you money, um, so i just do they it pay
2: you to train
1: and it's worth it yeah like it's- yeah very much so yeah and uh one of them you literally couldn't do the the thing it was telling you to do because the game just wouldn't let you do it and oh, they've I already patched they that that, that got fixed okay yeah. i think i had the same problem the, yeah, okay. uh the recovery in the air um yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah yeah it literally it was broken at first they patched that uh and then another one was uh what was it i don't remember the other one it was such a little minor thing that got fixed by me just reloading and I've had a couple crashes but I also play the game for you know 14 hours straight without stopping sometimes <laughs> so I kind That's of expect healthy. things to crash at that point yeah yeah
0: yeah well the game is 49 what do the two of you think of Prince of Persia The Lost Crown
2: I, I love it top to bottom uh favorite game of the year is it the only one I've played no <laughs> Uh, almost. Uh, I love it. I love it. I, it's not a. I. I think the story is is a little wimpy, but this is a, a game I come to to play, not necessarily to learn or to read. Uh, so I'm there, okay. There's with it. not
1: really a story to this game. The story is go find the prince and stop yeah. the bad guys. That's yeah, your, it. That is your, the entirety of the story. There's nothing really in between.
2: Fix your cool hair. Fix your cool hair, and then go fight and
1: jump. <laughs> yeah. Um. For a story, I I would the story is so minimal that I don't want to say buy this at full price, even though I really do like the game. I like almost everything about it, but I just, the story is so lax, and it has absolutely nothing to do with anything Prince of Persia at all. In any way, there is a prince, and who are in Persia, and that's the only thing that it has in common with literally the entire rest of the franchise. Um, So I just, I'm not quite sure who this is going to end up appealing to because everyone I think Metroidvania like, oh, yeah, I fans. Prince of Persia game. yeah but everyone who's like oh it's Prince of Persia they're going to want Prince of Persia Uh and that's I not know, what I, this is. I
0: went in and I, I just enjoyed it for what it was I, I didn't get upset that oh there's no lore connecting it to the original trilogy like I just I don't think every game has to be connected that way I just enjoyed it for what it was
1: fucking yeah
0: uh, I'm not sure
1: how common that is though Joe <laughs> To be honest Free, it's possible, you
0: just got an anonymous gifter hooking you up with a sub
1: kinky uh, thank, you an anonymous
4: gifter.
0: thank you gifter so
1: really enjoy the like, emotes uh i i would i would say this is a buy it at, at a small sale personally i would go like buy it at like 40 bucks or something um but i do really like the game i thought it was really fun And i surprisingly enjoyed it a lot well oh,
0: grant your official verdict
1: uh, buy it for me.
0: Cool. Uh, shout out to Ubisoft for hooking us up with this one. Uh, really, really cool game. I'm glad I pre-ordered it because it is fun as hell. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Grant, thank you jump. so much for joining us, hanging out with us. Uh, what's up next in, in Grant's land? Oh... Jeez,
2: back to work. I gotta. I am mixing the show from this past weekend, uh, and and they're letting me do that. Mix my own show, so the, the uh, video on demand. If you want to see the ten foot tall uh, mother brain that I mentioned earlier, the video will be available to, to view soon. So I'm tidying that up, and I've got some other. Uh, I got a lot of the list of guitar to record for people, and I'm. I have not several. I needed. We played a brand new song at Magfest, which was fun. So we may track a studio version of that soon. Um, and so yeah, just hopping from thing to thing. So, and looking forward to playing some more games.
0: Cool. Any shows coming up?
2: Uh, yes. And uh, we're playing. I'm playing VGM Con, which is in the Midwest. Uh, fantastic new convention that is focuses on musicians that play ma- uh, these events. I, I feel like it feels kind of like a giant Magfest green room. Uh, to me, it's less of a fan con really, and and more just music focused, and it's a lot of fun. And I'm playing with Super Strikers uh, at that show. How many bands do you have? I think I just really have three right now. I got Viking Guitar, this one, and uh, Super Strikers and Metroid Metal, I think. I don't know. I'll make some more this year. Whatever.
0: (laughs) I'll figure it out. Was it Harry Chest and Man Titties? Was Was that what it was? No,
2: it was. uh, Was that it? I don't remember what it was called. The rap Harry Chest
0: and Man Titties, I think it was. Harry Chest. Is that what it was?
2: Oh, Harry Gut. It was Harry Gut and Harry
0: Gut. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. What else Harry it was, hairy
2: gut and the and the man titties. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. So four bands.
0: <laughs> oh man, I am I am super excited. Uh, between you and Flick and Ailsun and Mustin, uh, y'all convinced me. I'm going to VGM Con this year. Sweet. That's so I got my I got my room booked. Uh, I'm already talking with some other people about possibly uh, joining me and splitting the room that we might cool. have a whole sml party going on there if things work there out go. there you go uh, some
2: live some awesome on, on the on the field broadcasting
0: that'd be cool if there i could you figure go. out how to do that it's talking to your phone yeah let's do what pernell I, does i did that uh, i did that at magfest the one year we just set like a phone in the middle of the room and talked it was the worst sounding episode i think we've ever done
2: yeah i got chills just hearing you say that I it's just that was, awful uh, something else. No. it's off it's well, i normally stay for the whole show but i'm playing catch up on a bunch of stuff so i'm gonna i am
0: gonna drop off but uh totally understand grant thank you so off. much for joining us hanging out with us keeping us company do you have any final words before we let you go uh
2: uh, uh harry got in the man world tour 2024 sweet
0: <laughs> laters peace <Likes. laughs> Next game to talk about is Go ball developed by Whale Peak Games, published by Super Rare Originals, released January 25th on Xbox Series XNS and PC for $19.99, also available as part of Game Pass. Load up and roll out in this twin-stick shooter with roguelike progression, blast your way through arcade-style levels using pinball-style physics mixed with an arsenal of devastating weapons. Defeat waves of enemy bots, big boss battles, and upgrade your mech between runs. Jacob, tell us about your time with Go Mechaball.
3: So, Go Mechaball is an interesting little uh, twin stick shooter, and it yeah, it is a roguelite. I mean, pretty much once you're dead, you know, uh, you know, you're dead, but you can go back and upgrade everything, and then just go back and and do it again. which to be honest i like i didn't realize that the game was like that at first cuz usually that genre annoys the hell out of me cuz i i hate that whole like death stops you from doing things uh <laughs> kind of uh gameplay but this one honestly like the fights come fast and furious and there is a shit ton of action uh and weapons waiting for you in this game um as, like as you're just blowing up like all these like little robots and aliens and all sorts of just crap like all sorts of like crazy crap and honestly it's kind of hard like i was having some issues like keeping track of as to what, like where my guy was going um but it really just takes you really just have to keep playing at it just to get an idea of what you're going to be doing because the pinball aspect of it is pretty wild. And so like you'll use ramps and uh, curves to go around the, uh, to go around the arena uh, to help white people out. And so like uh, if you hit like a uh, ramp at the right speed, you can actually like go up in the air and then you can like be shooting people like as you go down or you could do like a special attack and just slam right into them um, and kill them. And it's just, it's, it's a hell of a lot of fun and it's a game that like you can easily like pick up and like put back down uh for a bit and you know it's just go right back at it
0: um i, I will say my- it wasn't what i expected going in i thought this was going to be like level based but it's more like arena based shootouts and you, yeah. you finish a wave you move on to the next wave rinse repeat which Until I don't think is a bad loss. thing. It's it's just it wasn't what I expected going in, so it kind of threw me a curveball. But it's it's really fun. It's really fast-paced. Uh I I picked it off uh picked it up off the of Game Pass. Thank you for Game Pass existing. Uh <laughs> I think the achievements are going to be a problem in this game cuz there's a lot of stuff that you've got to like collect everything and defeat yeah, it on like the hardest difficulties and that's i think which that i will not be doing. off yeah
3: <laughs> yeah uh i will not be one king this game
0: no. but <laughs> you know
3: um
0: i got 80 only- <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh honestly like my only real big issue with the game is that i had a hard time switching between weapons um and it's just like i have just found it difficult and like Like, I don't know if it was just like I was dropping weapons and like thinking I was picking them up or what, but it's just, I don't know. Like it, it got way too easy to get stuck with like a shit weapon. And so like, you're like, oh crap, 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 beat some guys up, grab like whatever weapon comes next and hope it's better than the last one. Um, but at the same time, like once, you know, once you do die, you can go off and upgrade, uh, your mech suit again and then boom back to the races yeah
0: well the game clocks I, I in at 20 bucks it. what do you think of it it's
3: totally worth it like it's a like it's a good uh solid action game and as i said like it's a good one that you can play for like 10 15 minutes and then you know go back and go off to something else and then pick it up again in a couple of days like it honestly it's got some pretty good staying power for my xbox
0: it's, it's one of those games where it'll have you going like, uh one more run. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one more. <laughs> run. Who needs to go to work tomorrow? Sleep's overrated. One more run. Uh, and if you're on the fence, it's on game pass. So,
3: yeah, so definitely check it out there
0: to try. Uh, Next game, Food Truck Simulator, developed by Drago Entertainment, published by Ultimate Games, released January 16th on Xbox One, Series X and S for $19.99. Your father owned a food truck. Though the vehicle's grown old, it has become a cornerstone of your family's legacy. Now in the blink of an eye, your father's gone. Now the food truck belongs to you. Will you walk in your father's footsteps and live up to his name? Only one way to find out. Bree, how is the food truck business treating you?
4: Well, um, it's there's there's a lot to unpack. First of all, this is by the same people who made Gas Station Simulator. If you're into simulator games and you have played that, you you might expect some of the things that I'll bring up here in a minute. Um, so there's, there's two main ways to play the game. There's a story mode and a sandbox mode. The story mode is really the bulk of the game to me. Um, the sandbox mode doesn't really make a ton of sense until you've gone through a bunch of the story. I might even call it like the the first half of the story is really just like a long tutorial. Um, As mentioned, the story is about starting up your food truck after the death of your father using his old truck. You have a garage down this like dead end alley. You're sleeping in your office. but Hey, we're doing things for dad. Um, There's a surprising amount of story. Some decent voice acting. Um, You might expect you're going to learn to make all kinds of food. You're going to make burgers, fries, you're going to make fries with mozzarella and ketchup on it. Don't ask why, but that's a thing. Uh, you're going to make some pizza. You're going to make some sushi. There's no taco truck. I was disappointed. Um, to a
0: deny it, you're saying.
4: No, 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 we're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there. There's, there's, there's lots of other good things. There. All right, so other games of this type, you, you, you're going to expect a certain level of detail of things that you're going to want to do. So you've got to maintain your food truck you got to find a good location to sell, you got to order your food, you got to drive to pick up your order, then you got to drive to your location, then you can finally make food to the best of your ability. And then don't forget, you got to clean your equipment after and manage your inventory and your items do spoil. So there's a lot going on. It's it's got a, a, a level of realism to it. But it's also a simulator where you know, some things get a little fantastical. And in addition to running your own truck, you can also take jobs for other restaurants as a delivery driver. Um, you can work with the supply store. You can power wash the gas station. Uh, same power same wash. gas station as I know as as the gas station simulator. Um, and this is like a really good thing in case you just want to break or get some extra training time for some low risk cash. Things I was not expecting, and I should have because gas station simulator was lock picking and arson would be part of the game. Wait, what? To get the full experience, yeah. To get I'm the sorry, full experience. What? A food truck. <laughs> It involves vicious turf wars where people sneak into your garage to graffiti your truck and then it escalates to them setting the whole building on fire to really send their message home. This is this is really Uh, okay.
1: Okay, Okay, I'm
3: excited now. Thank you. Actually, no, I've uh, I know about that kind of shit and yeah, okay, now that you say that, that vaguely makes sense,
4: right? Okay, so so that was part of the game.
3: No, like parking spots, (laughs) those are huge like turf war issues, yeah. uh, for food trucks and yeah like like every once in a while like in the summertime on the news like you'll see like some food truck in new york got uh vandalized or uh because they parked in like on this one street one too many times like Mm -hmm. it's yeah
4: yeah so they they even represented that i don't want to give away the entire storyline there but uh there's that that was that was a fun little thing i was not expecting at first um There's plenty of collectibles you can buy by driving around the map that enable you to upgrade your truck with better wheels or new paint. Uh, The game also came with Halloween skins for your truck. I'm not really sure why. Um, And uh, yes, I absolutely had to have the spookiest food truck in town. Really made me wish I could have like an ice cream truck and uh, call it like the dipped crip, make dipped cones with like cookie crumbles (laughs) for for, call it grave dirt for that graver flavor. Or if I could have like a soup truck and I could make a ghoul pasta vizool I, I just, I really was just getting creative with this because it was, it was a lot of fun to just goof around and I'm running around in this like pumpkin and, you know, skeletal, there's like this ghoul sitting in my, my driver's or my passenger seat. Great. Um, I I didn't, I didn't care Lord. for the regular skins. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just wanted to be unique out there. Yeah. So um, there's a full radio of music to listen to while you're driving or working different uh, music styles to choose from. You can always turn that off and find your own music. You just want to like rock out to metal or whatever while you're cooking, like go for it. You can turn the music down. Uh, so yeah, a uh, good variety of stuff to do. I found it really engaging. Sometimes, uh, sometimes the sim is really good because it does the same thing over and over. And other times, like this one, the variety felt good for that full experience. And um, the the, the, hmm, the game's kind of on rails at first. So, like, you you have to progress through the story before you get to the free roam mode. And then you get to choose your vending spots and your times of day that you get to, you know, cook your food. You have a little more control over closing and opening your kitchen. You can prep. You can finally prep food in advance. That was, I think, the the biggest break in realism for me is, like, I wanted, like, a two-minute period of time during the beginning of the story where I could just, like, go in and... Slice a bunch of things and have a bunch of like buns ready to go and, and, just, and just line things up. And that just like wasn't something you could do. You get a little bit more freedom as you get further into the story. Um, and then the end of the story, like you, after you get through the, the main tutorial section of story, you, you run around and you do all these things, building your empire, getting enough money, because you're going to enter the big food truck competition. And that's really the big end of the story. Like, did you do your dad proud? Yes. Uh, some negatives to the game. Besides, you know, previously mentioned, no taco truck. Um, long load screens. I had some lag issues pop up occasionally. Sometimes the buttons for the tool wheel didn't always um, act as responsibly as I wanted, which was frustrating when you're in a time crunch and you're just like, I just want my knife. No, really, I said I want my knife. Can I please? No, I don't want the spatula. I want my knife. <laughs> um, I just need to cut the stand bun so I can get the burger on it. Thanks. Um, the driving is clunky, but at that actually was kind of fun to me. Um, there's really no penalty for driving into everything. And uh, the cars will get caught up on things like th- that are driving around the city. And it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, sometimes the map was a little clunky. Like I, I had a really hard time highlighting spots on the map. Um, but even with all those, like those were just like minor annoyances in the grand scheme of it all. Like it's just a really quirky fun game. So well, it's a, uh, it's a
0: 1999 game. What do you think? Food truck simulator.
4: Oh, it's a buy it for me for sure.
0: Very cool. Any other thoughts on it?
4: Uh, man, uh, the, the repeat repeating thing. Dennis, the menace. If you played, played gas simulator, you know, you know, Dennis, Dennis, in fact is still a menace.
3: Are you man. serious? I fucking hated that little son of a bitch.
4: It's not quite the same. It's just a running theme. It's just a running theme.
3: I hate him. Like, I know. And like I and know. it's just so damn annoying too, because they're like, Oh, well you could catch him if you hold this. And like, no, it never worked. Like
0: <laughs> fuck that kid.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Next up, little guardsman developed by Hilltop studios published by versus evil. RIP. Uh, released January 23rd on Xbox One, Series X, and S, Switch, PS4, PS5, and PC for nineteen ninety nine. Imagine you're a 12-year-old suddenly in charge of the guard shed at the castle gate where you decide if elves, goblins, and a hundred other characters should be admitted. It's a wonderful combination of deduction, narrative, and puzzle games. Aki, tell us about your time playing Lil Guardsman.
1: Okay. So in this, you play as a young girl named Lil. Uh, her father is the uh a town guard for this medieval city, and he wants to go place a bet uh an illegal bet on some goblin sports game thing i don't know uh so you're going to be working a shift because a twelve year old is totally set up to deal with that totally um so you get there he gives you a very basic rundown of. Just let people through. Uh, I need to go, you know, place this bet. Bye, because uh, <laughs> you know, dad of the year, you know. <laughs> and so, yes, you you spend the day uh, getting people to come up, and you can use tools or call superiors uh, to see if you should let these people in or not. Um, you have a handful of different tools. Each one of them has a little crystal. They put in it to charge it, so they can only be used one time per crystal that they have in them. Um, And yeah, you try to get information out of people. The more information such you're able to get out of people, the higher the rating you have for that individual. And at the end of your shift, uh, all the people, all their stars combined, and you figure out what your rating is for that day and whatever that rating is. You get a certain amount of money, or you get um, fired. So that's fun. Near the end of your shift, someone calls, though. And they're like, yeah, we need you to come here. And then time rewinds not long after you meet them. So cool. You get the replay the first day all over again and go back to them. And you're like, time rewound. And they're like, oh, yeah, the device, that did it. Have fun. Uh, we need you to test it. It will allow you to rewind time while you're in the guard box, so you can redo your choices, basically, i.e., so you can get a better score, because uh, some of these are hard to get a good score on. Um, so, so yeah, so you have a handful of days. Uh, you don't have a ton of them, and this. This sounds a lot kind of like Papers, Please, but it's it's not quite. Um, when I first saw it, that's immediately what I was thought. I was like, eh, I'm not going to like this very much, but sure, I'll take it. Uh, in Papers, Please, you have to go really quickly. You're trying to get people through as quick as you can, because the more people you get through, the more money you make. In this game, though, time isn't really all that important. Uh, you'll have... These people this day, these people this day, and it'll be the same order in everything. So that doesn't really matter. Instead, you have to figure out how to interact with them because, you know, you can call one of the three superiors, They might give you some information on one of these people. You can only do three actions to these people. You can interrogate them, call one of the people. Each one you call takes a point. Uh, using one of your items uses a point. uh, For items, there's like an x-ray, a metal detector, a bullwhip. Don't ask why. That's powered by Crystal, because she does, and she doesn't get an answer. Uh, There's a truth serum uh, and something else that I forgot already. Uh, (laughs) And you can use a mixture of all these things to get information out of each one of these people. Um, You can also occasionally confiscate uh, things from the people going through which you can later sell uh, in order to upgrade your items. Um, So like the metal detector, x-ray, et cetera, et cetera, you can upgrade them. The upgrade doesn't make them any stronger or anything. Instead, it allows you to add another crystal into it. So you can use it more than once in a single day. You can also buy the power crystals themselves. Uh, You set them into the items you want them set in at the beginning of the day. And you don't get enough to set them into all of the items. You only so far I'm only getting three a day, and there's five items, so that yeah. kind of screws you up a little bit. Um, so you can buy those. You can also buy cheaper ones, but they only work half the time, so they're not particularly trustworthy. Uh, and yeah, you basically you can talk to people. Some of them will try to bribe you to not let other people in. Uh, some of them are smuggling illegal items in and. You can find them and confiscate them and sell them for your own benefit, or you can you know, ignore that and just let them do what they want. Uh, everyone you let in can potentially change the environment of the city. Um, for instance, on day one, one of the people I let in was a keynote speaker, someone who was invited to go speak by one of the three people up in charge. If you let him in, though, he... More or less, starts an uprising against <laughs> the princess of the country by telling mages that ev- that non-magic people suck, basically, and it causes a big rift, which later oh. on causes issues. And just like a whole bunch of these happen, not everyone you interact with is going to create a change like that, but a bunch of them will. And you're not just not quite sure what's going to change. What? Um, and some people that come up they're just outright fucking lying to you. every word out of their mouth is just bullshit, <laughs> and you have to find a way to prove it um not necessarily by just using truth theorem uh and it it just it's kind of funny because uh everyone ends up really liking this child because they're like she does a really good job. We can totally manipulate her instead of her stupid father. Who half asses everything. We can't manipulate him, but we can manipulate this twelve-year-old who does an amazing job better than we've ever seen. We can totally manipulate that person, because that's, <laughs> you know, not stupid. Um, so all three of these individuals that you can call, each one of them is trying vying to get more power because, you know, politics. Uh, so everyone you get in, some of them will increase or decrease that person's popularity and power and such and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of different endings to this game uh, from just the choices you make. And I don't know what all of them are because there is a lot of choices. Um, So it'll keep you playing
0: a lot of replayability. Oh yeah.
1: I I, I think so. Um, There's there's two achievements for every individual level of which I believe there's only 11. Um, One for getting a perfect score. By the end of the day which is insanely hard even with mm. the time rewind yeah um thankfully there are guides out there if you if you get stuck and you're like i just can't figure out this person there are guides out there that will tell you what items you need if you need items what basically to do uh there's and there's one for beating each level which sometimes pops sometimes you have to replay it uh one or two times before it'll pop, because uh, it's kind of finicky. And then there's a handful of achievements that that's where it's like, you choose which one of these people's does this thing. So you have achievements where you're probably going to end up having to replay at least levels if not in the entire game all over yeah. again. So, yeah, uh, it doesn't take that incredibly long unless you keep restarting trying to get things perfect because you're obsessive-compulsive. Um, like you? No comment. Uh, <laughs> no, well, no I'll comment. make a
0: comment on one thing then. It's a $20 game. What do you think of it?
1: I think I think that that's pretty worth it. This is a nice, cute little game. There's voice acting for everything. It's kind of funny, and it's a very I see the store page a very says
0: 100-plus fully voiced character, which is impressive yeah. for a smaller game like this. Really cool.
1: Yeah. A, a lot of those voice actors don't have a whole bunch of lines, um, so don't be like, oh, yeah, they're fully voiced Act We're going to get a whole <laughs> bunch of lines. No, a lot of them are like they have like five sentences maybe. Um so hey, it's, again, enough. it's not a huge game. Yeah, it, it's something. Uh, it's not a huge game. It's it's pretty short, but I think it's worth the twenty bucks. It's it's cute and it's nice and chill because it's you don't have to go through this as fast as you can because those cool. people they'll wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of chill games, the next one up is Hidden Through Time Two: Myths and Magic, developed and published by RogueSide. Released uh, January 25th on Series X and S Switch and PS5 for twelve ninety nine. Join Clicky on a new enchanted adventure in Hidden Through Time 2 Myths and Magic. Search for hidden objects scattered around hand-drawn worlds. and Unlock more as you go with both a single-player campaign and an online mode where you can create your own dream world. The adventure never ends. Bree, tell us about Hidden Through Time 2 Myths and Magic.
1: Also, Bree. Yes. just so you yes. know, I am so extremely jealous. Just, oh. just so you know. Okay. Continue.
4: <laughs> All right. So the premise of the game, for those of you who haven't seen the original game, is kind of like Finding Waldo. You have a, a list of images to find on an interactive image on the screen with lots of things going on, like people dancing and shopping and playing ball. Um, but it's more than just a hidden object search. You'll need to click on removable building pieces, open chests, or even dig spots to find all the things. Um, other objects are, are interactive to add a little fun. You can take like bites out of fruit and click on people and watch them jump or dance or shout. Um, and there's lots of objects that just move on their own. So it's like a really interactive scene. Just everything with these little repetitive in- animations bringing it all to life. Um, in the original game, you're traveling through historic times. This one, you're going through different eras based on myths. So there's four eras. You've got um, Thousand and One Nights, Greek Myths, the Middle Ages with Dragons, and the fantasy of the 1980s, which is like witches and werewolves. (laughs) It's super cute. Um, And uh, all the art looks like it's hand-drawn. It's really cute. Um, Each map has an intro with a little narration and a little story, and there's cool thematic music for each era. You can change the weather or the time of day. This is kind of a new thing, Uh, and then that's actually necessary to solve all of the, or to find all the objects. You might only be able to find a person holding an umbrella when it's raining, for example, or someone's sunbathing during the day. Uh, You can use your little bar of objectives to click on to give you a little clue on how to find the object, like, um, oh, how did this get in my car? And it'll be over the picture of a bone, and then that'll give you an idea of like, oh, well, I'll start looking in cars, trunks, or whatever, and maybe I'll eventually find the bone that I'm looking for. Uh, if you get stuck and you want to move on, if you found enough, I thought this was like a, a nice addition. Um, if you get stuck and you want to move on to the next level, you can you can do that early on. If you've found a few things, you might have enough to unlock the next level. And then you can come back and find all the missing things later. Um, there are optional objectives related to each of the areas. Like there's a gas can for the 80s. Uh, in the greek myth era you find a trident and if when you find all of the tridents or, or whatever the special thing is for the area it unlocks a final map for each era the online stuff is pretty cool um i'm terrible at the architect mode um, but it was really cool seeing other people's creations like oh
0: yeah they made
4: really cool stuff um so there's it's there's impressive even to see
0: how creative others can get with this game
4: Absolutely. And if you're just looking for that continued experience and the chill thing, you can pop on and there you can favorite the maps and you can go back and replay them. Um, so I mean, you know, and not everyone makes a great map, but uh, the really creative fun stuff. And um uh, I did find this one to be a little bit more challenging to find some of the really small things hidden in tiny places, like trying to find a black key on a on a dark brown crate or a wood counter. There was an object um that was hidden on a movable roof so like you expect to move the roof but there is like a little hot spot where there's an object on the roof uh. so some of the stuff yeah but um there were some improvements i would say over the first game everything felt like it moved faster in a good way um the screen transitions were better the movement speed was more adjustable um the zoom seemed to be improved as far as you know how you, how far you can go in and out at what speed um, the art all seemed to be more crisp and clear and there was less motion blurring when you're moving around. Uh, there were some button changes that they did for like the zoom and things that I thought was really good choices it felt a little more intuitive. Um, so it's it's a lot more of the same game as the first, but with all these like good quality of life and a little added challenge, I liked the 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 user interface for the eras was like really nice where you can kind of go and click you're not um. In the first game you were stuck to like a timeline and you had to go through one era and when you finish that you could get to the next level and to the next level. In this one you can kind of jump around a little more and you can explore the different eras and have fun in the order you want to have fun. Which I thought was nice. Um my only my only downside and, and I seem to be the only one who's had this problem, but I did have a broken achievement for me. Um and that's just my bad luck, I guess. But uh, other than that, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, it is a thirteen dollar game. What are your thoughts on that?
4: I think that is absolutely worth it. And uh, if you're if you're looking for a good chill experience and uh, a little little bit of challenge, finding some stuff, I think this was a really good uh, good uh, sequel.
0: Very cool. All right, next up, Word Sweeper by Paugey, developed and published by Lightwood Games, released December 22nd on Xbox One Series X and S for $7.99. A crossword puzzle solved using logic and deduction. This new word game draws inspiration from the classic Minesweeper and is exclusive to Pau-Gee. Uh Jacob and Bree, both of you check this one out. Jacob, start us off. What is Word Sweeper by Paugey?
3: So, Word Sweeper is a... Uh, I mean, not only is it one of the, like the usual like uh, word puzzles that Paugi makes, but it's also it's also kind of like a mix. Like, I don't want to call it like a mixture between like Minesweeper, but I mean, like that's the first thing that you're gonna think of, even though it's kind of like the reverse. So what it is <clears throat> is you'll have so many tiles on the board that you're able to put letters in but then there are black tiles next to them that you can't put anything in, but they tell you what letters are adjacent to them. And you have to figure out, you know, so like, let's say that you have the letters T and O next to like two blank white spaces. Uh, so the word is like, you're going to have to figure out what word to spell. Obviously it spells two, but, um, You know, later on, you can get into, uh, like, other stuff. Like, let's say that uh, you've got an area where the letters say that C-A-R-D-N-T, you know, could possibly go. So, you have to figure out, like, is it spelling card? Is it spelling cart? You know, and so you have to play around with that kind of stuff. And so, it ends up being this logic puzzle that's also a crossword and it's like i don't know like it's one of those like it's kind of hard for me to explain but at the same time like if you've played other palky games you get pretty i mean you get into it like pretty quickly um i will say this like I, i find it weird on true achievements although everyone's probably just like Doing the puzzles that they need to, and nothing else, um <laughs> like they're saying the average completion is one to two hours. I've only completed like i think twenty eight of the puzzles so far, and like I've already clocked in like four hours, like you know it's it's really oh, easy I've to close to
4: eight hours into this, yeah, to get the completion yeah so.
3: Yeah, it's like and the thing is like some puzzles like I've blown through them in like a minute 30 and other ones like I've been racking my brain on uh and they can go like 8 9 minutes. So it's just like you know, the puzzles are varying difficulty. Um but yeah, like I'm I'm digging it.
4: The thing that Uh, I I wish it had was like in Sudoku, you can put like your, your, oh, it could be number one, three, five, and seven. And those are the only ones that it could be in that spot. So you kind of have a placeholder in mind. And so I ended up finding that like, uh, especially when like you didn't have an easy corner to start in. I would have to just like take some little scribble notes of like what this could possibly be and make a couple of guesses at things. And, and that was what helped me get through some of it faster.
3: Now is, is that because you like, you didn't want to have anything marked wrong or.
4: Um, I don't, I don't know. I, it's just uh, a, how how my brain like works (laughs) to, to figure out, you know, the, if I was actually trying to really figure it out instead of just like plugging stuff in as a guess, like, I cuz like when you put in a letter and and it's like the wrong one it'll be read, which is mm. great but if I just wanted to like do some calculations I would just like scribble some notes on paper and I I just wish that there was a way to like put some placeholders in so that I'm not like putting the whole I don't know I'm used to doing these on on um you know, in like the little magazines that you get with all the word puzzles. So I'm used to having a pencil and being able to like erase stuff and make little scribble notes on the side. And, you know, that's how I figure out logic puzzles. So, yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, I pretty much like the way I went through it was, uh, I was trying to figure out like, like, you know, I'd look at a row and it's like, okay, this is five letters. Let's see what letters, you know, go throughout and like i try to figure out what i could possibly spell or at Mm -hmm. least like what it would probably most likely end on so this is you know this is where my english degree comes in handy um (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah like so i would just like i mean i would start that's how i figured stuff out yeah but but yeah i like i like it like it's it's another solid release
0: from lightwood
4: I wasn't oh. I wasn't sure about it when I when I first started and uh it really grew on me and I really, really loved it toward the end.
0: Well it is seven ninety-nine. Uh another buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Uh I, I enjoyed watching you play this one, Bree. The every every single stage you played, I'm like, I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting them way easier yeah, than I thought it. I would, so I gotta I yeah, gotta fire this one up myself. At the uh, same
3: time, maybe I should start streaming it and then you could be like, Oh my god, he's so stupid. I say, say figure anyway. this
1: puzzle out. <laughs> we're all like that every second of your life already.
0: Yeah. yeah, I know. Next game, Cynthia Hidden in the Moon Shadow, developed and published by Kathia Games. Release, uh, January, yeah, July 10th. Release January July tenth. Release January tenth on Xbox One Series X and S and Switch for thirteen ninety nine. Emotional third person story driven adventure game focused on solving puzzles using stealth mechanics. Use your bow to interact with environmental elements, sneak, climb, or distract guards to move further unnoticed. Solve light puzzles alongside your path to rescue your loved one. Aki, what is Cynthia hidden in the moon
1: shadow? Okay, in this, you play as Cynthia. You are a hunter who has gone off for, I think, six months or a year or something like that, to go train with other hunters around the world, and you're just coming back home. Big problem. uh, Mages from the north have uh, unlocked a dark power and have come and invaded your home because your people don't have magic, and therefore you're lesser. And you they don't think you deserve to be seen as your own nation so they're just going to come and take you over because you know fuck you guys (laughs) uh and so you find a a bow and some training arrows and you decide let's get to work uh because first you don't know what's going on you're just trying to get back home to your boyfriend and to your family and you're like yeah uh, I gotta solve some puzzles because heaven forbid anyone has any stairs to go the places you need to go. Um, so, a lot of this game is you shooting an arrow and hitting a switch um, in order for something to pop up that you can jump onto, or so you can get across things, stuff like that. Uh, there are a lot of forced stealth sections when you come across the uh, evil mages of the north. Because uh, if they see you, they chase after you, and if they get close enough, they cast magic, and it just immediately turns you to stone. There's no dodging it; you're just fucked. So that's fun. Uh, so instead, you're you know you can eventually, as you can continue the game, you can make different types of arrows. All of them are. Basically made to distract the guards, more or less. Um, there's one that if you shoot a guard with it, it'll just, it'll basically create this bubble around them and they can't see outside of it, so you can just run right past them. No one cares. There are some that will pull a guard towards it. Uh, one of the last ones you make pulls two guards towards it instead of one. I don't really understand why that works, but whatever. It's a video game. Uh, and yeah uh, occasionally you can drop a big old bundle of uh, boxes and stuff that are held up in nets uh, occasionally guards will step under those and you can shoot those with an arrow and smash them and that's always really fun because then because they don't get up after that <laughs> so that makes running around real easy um, but yeah most of it is just getting areas opened up so you can move around to get From point a to point b Um, sometimes there's some puzzles most of those puzzles are uh, there's a bunch of squares uh, in the ground that you have to walk over in a specific pattern that you can see right next to it to light up these little squares on it without stepping onto an area that isn't supposed to be lit up Um, they're all very easy they're all the answer is literally right next to each one of these. Very simple, very nice, very easy. No problem whatsoever. Um The game isn't particularly emotional. Uh that that may be written there. It's it's not. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> really not. Uh it's it, I don't think this game is going to win any awards, sadly. Um it is not the smoothest game i've ever played it's it's not super janky but like the characters move kind of blocky almost it just doesn't quite feel fluid or natural um so i don't it's not an amazing game but it's not a bad game either it, it's pretty simple uh your kids will be able to understand and play this game pretty easily uh so it's it's not too much trouble most of the achievements are really simple like the hardest one is like oh shoot tar- shoot 20 different targets there's a bunch of very blatant targets in every level and you just <laughs> shoot 20 of them it's that's the hardest achievement wow. i think in the entire game um yeah it's it's very easy uh and you know if an enemy catches you you just go back to the last checkpoint that you earned um which sometimes is kind of a pain in the butt when you have to backtrack and because you missed an item that you wanted to pick up and didn't know you wanted to pick it up. Because uh, the game sometimes has split paths for you to take. And uh. one of them is always the path you need to go on to continue the level. And the other one, that path ends usually in a collectible that you might want to grab. Um, because lots of the collectibles are oh, here's some items for you so you can make your arrows because you do have to make your arrows and there are a finite amount of those items. Um, they don't regrow or anything. Uh-huh. So you want to grab those. Uh, or, hey, here's a little journal or something that just gives you some more backstory in the world. It's I don't think those are required for achievements, but they help you get a little more into the world to understand what's going on. Uh, so... When you ha when you get further in, you're like, oh yeah, there was a spot back there. That clearly wasn't the path forward, because this is the path forward. Let's go back. Sometimes that's a real big pain in the butt. Um <laughs> and yeah, uh the game isn't super long. I think I beat it in in one sitting, I think. Um and it was pretty late when I started it, I believe. So I would say it's probably like a five-ish hour long game, maybe. Uh it's, so it's it's not it's bad. short,
0: but is it fun? It's a it's a fourteen dollar game. What are your thoughts on
1: that? I think it's it's acceptable at fourteen dollars. It's it's fine. It's I I don't know if I would say it's fun or not fun. It's just kind of it exists and it's something you can spend your time playing. Um, is it worth like, playing? I'm not going. I think so. I don't think it's if you like achievements, yeah, sure. Uh, if there you're like, go. I don't care about achievements, I don't know. It, it probably <laughs> probably not for you. Uh, but for people who want achievements, yeah, it's it's a nice simple game. It's just one of those. It's okay. It's there type of games. So I think fourteen dollars, it's worth it. It's it's fine for that.
0: Cool. Sounds good. Uh, next up, Dead Tomb, developed by Collector Vision, published by Eight Bit Legit, released January nineteenth on Xbox One series X and S and switch for four 99 releasing January 26th for the NES for 59.99 through the eight bit legit website. Dead tomb is a brand new fun point and click adventure game that will take you back to the heyday of retro gaming. Literally it's an NES game. Your employer sends you on a study that takes you back in time, but as fate would have it, you find yourself in a serious predicament. Bree, what is going on in dead tomb?
4: All right, so this is a retro-inspired adventure game where you have a list of text commands like look, move, open, take, and use, similar to games like Maniac Mansion. You've got hotspots with question marks that appear around a room, and you can interact with them using your text menu. Sometimes you might have to do some actions multiple times. I had to move some sand at the very beginning, like multiple times I thought I was stuck at the very beginning of the game, and eventually my perseverance like won. And I found a hole to crawl through. It was great. Um, so yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're a space-time ship. You're sent back to study the Ice Age, but you end up somehow stuck in ancient Egypt. And now you've uh, woken up. You're, you're stuck here. You have no idea what happened. And you've got to find all the parts to fix your ship so you can get out of here. Um, as you explore, you're going to use your verbs to figure out your way around obstacles. Movement is done in individual room scenes. And then you have an overmap of the pyramid of your discovered rooms so you can travel back and forth between them. And there's like cool little transition scenes as you're like crawling or walking or, or, you know, going upstairs or whatever. Um, The game comes in two languages, English and French, which is important to mention for later. It comes with a digital manual and border options like making it look like an old CRT TV. And you kind of actually have to read the manual to know that you need to do things like press a a specific button to open your inventory, because there's really no game tutorial, which I felt was part of the old school feel. Um, The game is pretty generous with dying from stupid stuff you try. You get to start pretty much right where you last were at. Um, The game is also really generous with achievements. You don't even need to finish the game to get all of the achievements. Um, And I want to point out again that this will actually be on NES, which is super cool. It's a limited run for that. (laughs) Um, but the game's re- retro nods go further. Normally you hear the, the phrase retro-inspired and it means generically related to a bunch of stuff, you know, retro titles from, from our history. But this is actually related to a piece of history. So bear with me here, because I've got some, some, some strong notes here. It's based on a game called Temporal Inc, a game that was available exclusively on the VideoWay system in the 1990s and that was lost except for one recorded playthrough. VideoA is a Canadian analog interactive cable TV subscription service out of Quebec. It was describing itself as the first interactive, addressable television entertainment system in North America. The service was in about 300,000 homes. The service had around 50 games to choose from and even had a TV show for teens featuring game competitions. It had games like Burger Time on it and, and other stuff you might have heard of. But there were some games unique to the system, including Temporal Inc. I know. They shut down the service <laughs> in 2006 and destroyed almost all of the boxes, the, the cable boxes. Meaning that all of these games were lost with the technology. But because of this... this um surviving video some fans remade it as a flash game and called it dead tomb and then this is an evolution of that um and, and just some some other cool history i found because i ended up going down quite the rabbit hole um this is not the only um video service of its type so in 1993 we had one in um the u.s called LodgeNet which was an interactive media service primarily for airplanes and hotels that used special TV remotes to play games like Super Mario World and F-Zero because they had a partnership with Nintendo. Wow. Pricing was $6.95 plus tax per hour, and the game would just stop at the end of the hour until you paid them more money. <laughs> I just, I, I, so yeah, I found so. There's a lost media wiki. I ended up going down a rabbit hole and finding some cool stuff there. But uh, yeah, so this is actually not just a new game that is retro. It is based on this really cool piece of lost media. That is really
0: awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Chris Taylor, for all the information.
4: (laughs) Hey. You
0: you definitely pulled a Chris with all your research on this one. Very impressive. (laughs)
4: But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. I had a lot of fun figuring it out, and I had a lot of fun looking up the history, too.
0: Oh, well, it's five bucks. What do you think?
4: Absolutely buy it.
0: <laughs> Very cool. All right, one final game to talk about tonight is called Popcorn Rocket, developed and published by Battle Geek plus released January 10th on Xbox One Series XNS for 4.99 Popcorn Rocket is a silly food-based old-school old arcade space shooter. Pilot the Popcorn Rocket as you blast through hordes of food spaceships in order to save the galaxy from the evil Nebula Empire with a wacky cast of heroes and villains. Popcorn Rocket will leave your stomach wanting more. Jacob, tell us about Popcorn Rocket.
3: So Popcorn Rocket uh is a first base uh or yeah food based shoot 'em up um top down shoot 'em up i should uh say, and pretty much it's it's a, it's a lot of popcorn gags um or jokes i should say, and uh the game starts off as a tutorial that is absolutely hard as balls um and it just and it's also very frustrating too, because it's almost like, uh, uh, the Kong skull Island game that we, uh, that we hated so much from game mill where it's just like, Oh, by the way, this is how you do this. And this is how you do this. And by the way, you're not going to be able to do any of that kind of stuff, like for the, (laughs) for the rest of this tutorial. And by the time that, like, I finally beat the boss of the tutorial, it was just like, like, what the heck? Like, this game, like, this guy's ship supposedly has all this stuff on it, and then you're just not going to let me use it? Like, it's not until, like, after I've beaten the tutorial that, like, the game actually starts, and it's not, like, so what you... it is an annoyingly I like when you get
0: flustered with a game because you just like start fourteen sentences but never yeah, finish any it, of them.
3: Well, it's because it's <laughs> just like I've got like a bunch of thoughts about it, but it's just it was a really frustrating game to play, <laughs> and it's also a really frustrating game to describe. But essentially, like I mean, with standard shoot'em ups, you have to collect a bunch of stuff. Um, which will upgrade your weapons uh or make certain abilities available, and this game is no different. uh like a lot of it is just like it floats around the screen after you kill a bunch of baddies, and if you save up enough, like this will upgrade your laser. But the thing is is that like there are so many of these power ups that are just gone, like you know just gone immediately after like they show up that it's just like I didn't even have a chance to grab the thing. It's not even like it floated off the screen. It just whoop gone. Mm. Um and like by the time that you finally built up like some of the stuff for an attack, like you're dead already and it's just everything is one hit kills in this game. And it's just like it has some interesting ideas behind it, but the r- level of difficulty for it is just like it's just stupidly hard for what it is like, and it's really unfortunate because I wanted to like this game. Um, like the characters in it, like the graphics, like they're all fun. Like it's fun stuff. And like, I thought this was going to, it's all, well, yeah, that's another thing. It's, it's deceptively hard because you go in there thinking this is going to be a kid's game. And then it's like, Nope, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, so it's a hardcore shmup. Be ready. If you're going to uh, try it.
0: Well, it's 4.99 is it worth a try?
3: If you're a fan of the genre, I would suggest it as a try it. If you're
0: not, no. All right. Okie doke. Well, that is it for this episode. Uh, We made it through our first one back. I am ready to quit again. I hate this show. I hate all of you. Thank you so much for coming here and doing it, though. (laughs) No, I love you all. Thank you so much for being here. Even me? No. Uh big thanks to Grant for coming on doing his thing. <laughs> I've I have legitimately missed all of you so much. It's been a Aww. long month and a half. Uh we're gonna we're gonna jump back on and do this until the wheels fall off, I guess. So music this episode since Grant was on, we'll play something for Metroid Metal. And uh does anyone have any final words to end the show?
1: I have some good ones Thank you for hosting this show This is a fantastic show to be a part of Why are you lying? You're here I'm not, I actually do enjoy being on here I even enjoy having you around sometimes, Jacob What? Okay, now, now you're, you're lying like, Yeah, now no I, no, I said sometimes, not all the time, sometimes Just sometimes uh, Yeah, you're lying Let's not o- let's overblow that, okay Just sometimes <laughs>
4: Here's to a good
1: 2024. Eh, we'll
0: see. Jacob, did you have any? What, good words? Yeah.
3: Uh, I mean...